Good afternoon, good evening, and good tomorrow. Welcome back, gang. <laughs> Should we date? Welcome back. Episode two. Woo to it. Numero dos. Yeah. Dwarf? Dos. A dua. I don't think that's it. No, 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 no. Dua is another one. Oh, in it's Indonesian. Oh. Yeah. Sure, right. I'm cultured. Wait, did you live in Singapore? <laughs> uh, did I? I don't know. I do have family in Bali, so. Oh, true. That Snap. is probably yeah, why I, I know it that. more. Amazing. Yeah. Silly dill. Culture. Culture. Culture, baby. Yeah. So, life updates. Melbourne's out of lockdown. Welcome back. That was 5.0 lockdown, which Thank is. Thank God it's done. Hella crazy, but it was my favorite lockdown. I was, was it? so We're zen. ranking them now. That was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like number two. Yeah, number three was meh. Um, yeah, it was actually. But no, number five was, it hit hard. It hit well. I just became a different person. Did you? Yeah. Bitch started journaling. I know. I started journaling. I ate healthy. I started exercising. Crazy. Um, and then now I've gone back to old Jules. So she wants to go back to lockdown, Jules. Lockdown 6.0. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Fingers crossed. It's happening. It's been a big couple of days for you, though. Yeah. No, it definitely has. Um, just doing stupid shit, really. Go on. Tell me more. Well, yeah. The um, other night... It was everyone coming back from lockdown. The whole gang wanted to catch up. So Jules was like, well, Jules is going to go full Jules, isn't she? So <laughs> Jules is talking in third person. We love it. We love it. Um, yeah. No. So um, I think I woke up like Saturday morning and I was like, where is my phone? And usually when I lose my phone, I don't have a bad feeling about it. But I did have a bad feeling. I was like, where the hell is my phone at? Um and then I called one of my friends that took me home uh, like that night and he told me that like I went up to have a shower so maybe it would have been in the shower I said dude I already checked all there I've done my due diligence (laughs) I have checked the premises (laughs) yeah I checked yeah I checked the whole house and then another mate was like oh well we were in the alleyway maybe that's when you were trying to call one of your friends and I was like okay so I went to the alleyway no phone there walked all over the street like in my pajamas and what it's like eight degrees outside and I'm like <laughs> like on a Saturday morning like where is yeah, it <laughs> it's like 7:30 a.m still got last night's makeup on beautiful um and yeah my phone was absolutely nowhere to be found and so then I called up another one of my friends um who she has a lot of friends <laughs> Just pulling them out of the bag. Um, yeah, I called her up and she has me on locations. So I said, please send me a screenshot of where my phone is at. Uh, and she, yeah, it was in Flemington. And I was like, the fuck is it in Flemington? So then the person that I was originally with, he said, well, you must have left it in the Uber then. And I was like, well, fuck, like the Uber is probably like on the run, you know, just driving around, picking up people. Like, how am I going to get it? Uh, two hours later, it had moved to Kensington and it just looked like it was like just stationed there. So I um, went on to the Find My iPhone app and got my, um, like I activated as a lost phone. And then they sent me an email saying like it's at this location. So I just got in the car with mum. I bought my laptop with me, hotspot my phone, uh, her phone onto my laptop uh, to make sure like the phone wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. It also said it was on like 20%. So have you seen the movie Taken? No. Okay. So it's literally about like this guy, um, this dad and he, his daughter gets taken in Paris, but he's like a- Same thing. He's Same a, thing. Yeah. He's, <laughs> a, he's like a CSI agent or something. Like he's really- um up there in detective work and he like was like okay I know like stories like this if girls get taken they have like 24 like 32 hours till they disappear and go into the sex trafficking market and you'll never find them again so he's like counting down I've got like 24 hours left 17 hours left the time pressure yeah time pressure you really should watch it it's one of my favorite movies actually Taken 2 wasn't as good but still pretty good and Taken (laughs) 3 happened in real life and I was Taken 3 my phone um yeah so me and mum in the car and I was like okay 20% left mum we've got about like 20 minutes to get it before like I can never find yeah I can never find it and yeah she's like slowing down I was like well I've got stuff to do come on let's go let's go so I go my emails I find uber receipt um where the car registration and we pull up into like this like laneway 
I find the car. It's like not where the location is, but at least like I see like the car is here. I look into the car, can't see my phone anywhere. So then mum walks up and down like the strip that says the location says my phone's at. Goes into stores, goes, goes, are you an Uber driver? Are you an Uber driver? Everyone's like saying, no, I'm not. And one of the guys at the cafe was like, oh, why are you looking for an Uber driver? Mum explained what's happening. They're like, oh, there's like a barber shop just down the road. I know like he is an Uber driver. Maybe you can go in there. So the shop actually was a shop front of like a, a $1 store. And then behind the $1 store was a barber front. And so that's where she went. It was she, a meth lab. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's like kind of weird, sus-looking place. Yeah, sounds um, it. Yeah, so then she went in and she's like, I'm looking for an Uber driver. And the woman at the counter was like, Uber? She's like, yes, driver. Like, you know, is there an Uber driver here? Mm-hmm. And then she calls out the name, this this guy's name that is on the Uber receipt. So mom knows this is the guy. Mm-hmm. He comes out. He's like, hello. She's like, I'm looking for my phone. I left it in your car. And he was like, what phone? And mom goes, so it's, slick. yeah. And mom's like, it's an iPhone. He was like, oh, how did you get my address? And mom's like, Apple sent me your address. And he was like, Apple has my address. And he was like, yes, Apple sent me your address. And did so Apple he, really send? Well, it's like oh, what I said. The, it was the yeah, email. Yeah, yeah. So, but he's thinking like Apple's like got his address, knows he's stealing my yeah, fucking phone. Right, right. Um, and so yeah, he kind of freaked out. And mom's like, yeah, Apple has the address. That's why I'm here. Um. And so then he goes, get it, get gets, it, girl. he goes to the counter, um, and pulls out my phone. That was, and he was like, I was just charging it. Mom's like, Oh, okay, thanks. And he was like, Yeah, it's been ringing nonstop. And he's like, Yeah, because we want you to pick it up, and we can say, Hey, thanks for finding my phone. Can you give it back? Yeah, that's why it's ringing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, not so you can fucking charge it in your barber shop. Literally, you know. and then <laughs> sell it off. Yeah. Um. And like I, I it was on Gumtree the yeah, very next day. No, and I, I. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah. I had like 20 minutes. I was on a time. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, because when you activate it as a lost phone, you can put a message up. So it like locks the screen with this message. Oh, so, like call this person. Yeah. So it says, about. call right. my mom. There's a hundred dollar reward if you get it. So he obviously saw it because when he handed back the phone, that's what's like up on the phone. Um, mom still gave him the hundred dollars. He was like, no, no, no. It's okay. Mom was like, no, like I want to say thank you for giving me back my phone. Here is a reward. Wow. Yeah, I want to steal your phone now. Well, yeah, no, do not do that. Anyone wants a free hundred bucks. Yeah, my dad was really upset at my mom for doing that. But mom's like, it's good karma. Like, think about it. He's, yeah, I love it. He's probably, and, and mom was like, you know, there was kids around the store. So it also will show the kids that if you do the right thing, you get rewarded. Your mom. She's a queen. Angel. Yeah. Anyways. Angel. What's happening with you? Oh my gosh, nothing. Um, What's happened? I'm just working. I'm back at uni. I'm doing an internship. I still don't have a dog. Oh, I know. Shame. Um, so that's it. I'm just hustling the next three months. I'm just like, yeah, you're I'm like hustling. Hustling. I'm like, okay, Jules, I have like an hour here. Like, come over. Let's record. But like, I can't. We can't do this. Except for the five phone calls I get a day. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's, been, it's been a stressful couple of days. <laughs> you're handling it so well. Yeah. Laugh or else you'll cry, boys. (laughs) Inspiration. Speaking of crying. Yes. Lots of crying. Lots of always crying. Today's topic, we're going to sort of center it around breakups Mm -hmm. and cheating. Oh, hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah. So, Emily, do you want to talk about your experience? So, my experience with cheating is a funny one. Mm. Um, I was on and off with this guy for like probably a year. it, yeah, it's a whole other thing. But anyways, 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 he would say it wasn't cheating. Mm-hmm. I would say. I think the whole world would say it was cheating. I would say it was cheating. He would strongly disagree with that. Um, but we never actually broke up. He just stopped replying to me. So <laughs> guess who still got a boyfriend, bitch? <laughs> years later like can't get rid of me that easily isn't like friends where like phoebe's randomly married it's like that yeah Yeah. was that it am i thinking of the right character i don't know but i'm pretty much yeah i'm in a long-term relationship (laughs) (laughs) love it when's your anniversary i actually don't know how long have you guys been dating it's been it's been like a while now (laughs) (laughs) ah shambles that's a story for another day but point is cheating sucks 
However, we're going to unpack it a little bit. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I Have you ever cheated? No. I have not either. But I think it it's like interesting. Like cheating is interesting. Like it's what constitutes cheating, you know? Yeah. Like what, what what is cheating? Obviously, shagging. Shagging. Another human. Yeah. That <laughs> should be cheating. Unless, should be. unless you're in an open... Oh, Obviously, yeah, like within the context of your relationship. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, what counts? Just flirting. Mm. Some people think flirting counts. Some no, think, I think like, insecure a... people would think flirting counts. Yeah, I agree. It's just part of, like, I'm a flirty girl. I know most of my other friends are f- flirty totally. and affectionate girls too. Yeah, yeah. And boys. Yeah. So that is not necessarily cheating. I think it's just a personality trait. Totally. No, I agree. Yeah. I think if you're, like texting other people like i want to hook up with you whatever i think oh that's, yeah trying to set up shit yeah that's no that's fucking not cool. cheating too yeah but then it's like you know if you're wanting if you're like sexting someone or whatever like cheating yeah i think yeah no i know i just yeah i know i agree sexting yeah but uh, i think it's like yeah no, i think there's 100%. a limit though like there if you're sending a dick to someone i could probably forgive you if you've railed someone in the club bathroom probably not yeah 100%. you know like i feel like my like spectrum of like forgiveness may vary based on the type of cheating yeah but like all in all you're still a piece of shit yeah you know what i mean yeah thanks for coming to my ted talk yeah Woo! Well, you, you definitely shouldn't be um having the urge to be sending dick pics to girls if you're in a committed relationship they're also not nice yeah i fucking hate dick pics what is with why the fuck does any guy think a girl wants a fucking dick pic i don't understand i think it's like I don't know. I saw this quote. We actually posted this quote on our podcast page. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to find podcast it. podcast page is literally just a meme page at this point. So yeah, want some laughs. I really actually one day want to do like a, um, a a little test on our stories being like, who do you think posted this oh, one? Oh, I love Jules that. Jules or Favor, like tolls. Yeah, let's do that. Jules or Favor, Jules or Emily. <laughs> Jules or Favor. <laughs> um, okay, this is my favorite quote ever. Receiving a dick pic from a guy is like a cat bringing me a dead mouse. I can see that you're proud of it, but I'm not touching it. Oh my God, didn't I post that? I think I sent it to you and then you posted it. Okay. Teamwork. There we go, girls. Woo! But yeah, it's not. I'd rather receive like a tip pic. Personally. Yeah, I fucking love tits. I appreciate. <laughs> I don't want a dick. I want some tits. I'd prefer if a guy sent me a tit pic. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's normalize it. Yeah, just a nice jawline photo. Oh, mm. right? <laughs> <laughs> send me a jawline photo. No, I want to send you my dick. You fuck off. Send me your fucking, like, arm vein. Yeah, you know, there we do go. Do something worthwhile. <laughs> don't send me the worst looking organ I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. I was actually in, I just used to remind me of this. I was in an anatomy class once mm. and we were in a cadaver lab, which is like the dead bodies. Yeah. And we were doing. This um, doesn't sound like it's going anywhere. No, no, nice. it's funny. Okay. It's definitely funny. I promise you. Stay tuned, people. <laughs> um, so basically the guy, he was like cut at like the hip and then yeah. like right through his cock, basically. Like uh. like that planar sort of thing. Uh-huh. Anyway, and you could see like his whole like his literally his ball sack was cut in half the fuck? and all the guys in the group and and me because i'm like basically met we we're like oh like that would be so painful like being so immature and annoying yeah right? <laughs> and, the, and the demonstrator looks at us and he's like guys it's just a piece of flesh and oh. i was like i am saying that to every person i date from now on bro it's just some flesh <laughs> don't send me that it's just flesh and i was like wow egos are hurting all around the world but it's true it is true so juliet shay yeah your uh, cheating experience yeah um my cheating experience holy crap actually so, yeah, <laughs> holy crap mine's like not as definitely interesting as your cheating story but well it doesn't count because we're still dating <laughs> happy count. anniversary baby no, the breakup doesn't count but the cheating 100 oh yeah no count. the cheating counts um yeah no and also he keeps looking at my linkedin what does that mean stay t- <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to keep in touch because you guys are still dating. We'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. Yeah, true. Um, but no, yeah. You, Emily's at the moment not ready to talk about it, but like the day will come when she will talk about it. And holy crap, it is a fucking story. Strap in, boys. Yeah, just strap yourself in and listen. It is hectic. Um, People don't believe me. Anyways, let's go back that to That might me. be a drunk episode, I think. What? You want to rock? Yeah. Be I'd drunk have to be then. hammered. Well, no, you can just say it when you're ready. Yeah, because otherwise I'll just cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. You think yeah. I'm kidding? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, no. Mine is actually such a great story. 
It is. We love it. Yeah. Well, it's, as good as cheating can be. It was traumatic to go through. Yeah. But always. the fact that it was just like when I was so young, it's like teeny bopper crap. Mm. Um. But yeah, for a teenager, that fucking was rough. How old were you? I have. It was like year eight. Okay. You were thirteen. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Teeny bopper. Teeny bopper. Um, we did not have the same experience. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, what happened? Oh, yeah, I was dating this guy, and then my best friend was in love with my uh, boyfriend, and we hadn't even... You right? Sorry. What did you spill? I just dropped my water everywhere. Apologies. Oh. Um, Proceed. Yeah, and so, yeah, my best friend was in love with my boyfriend, and... At 13. Yeah, at 13. A lot of emotions. And then... I don't even know what a male was. They got caught um, cheating, like constantly because i had acting classes on one of the days um that everyone would hang out and so they would like go to the ice cream shop and just like make out while i'm like fucking dating and while Holy she shit. was my best friend and then like later on they, had, they made out in the ice cream shop yeah and then wow. i dumped him and they both were lying to me and i dumped him oh, and i was so like young. holy fucking crap this was just like i was like i'm 13 and then she stopped eating ice cream for a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm 13 i shouldn't have to go through this shit but, no that is traumatic actually. um that was like it's not a good intro to dating no actually awful hey. yeah definitely and then like yeah i went back to singapore and like try to hang out with all my friends and, like he texted being like hey let's hang out and i'm like are you fucking daft like <laughs> seriously bro get it together <laughs> what a little harlot i know and then i felt like everyone obviously didn't like the girl anymore for a while because of like it was pretty rough mm. um and i felt really bad so i was like keep your friends close keep your enemies closer so i became really close with her found out everything that th- that they were doing and, and stuff and then i killed her dog <laughs> and then i ac- i fell in love with her like i fell in love with her soul and i felt really bad she felt well she didn't have that many friends so yeah i just decided to never do anything bad with the stuff that I found out and um, became her best friend too. And um, six months later, he did the same thing to her. So That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> what comes around goes around. What's that saying? If they'll cheat for you, they'll cheat on you. Yeah. Tristan Thompson. Yes. Sack of shit. Sack <laughs> of shit. But speaking of, so breaking, sorry, cheating doesn't always end up in a breakup, obviously. No. Yeah. However, in the case that you do break up with someone, mm-hmm. how do we recover from a breakup? Yeah. Well, yeah, honestly, I'm going through a breakup right now, too. It's been a few months, but um, definitely has its ups and downs. I think that because we're still in contact with each other, it's a lot easier because we didn't break up over anything bad happening. We um, are just still best friends and still really enjoy each other's company. So I think that's made my breakup a lot easier. But no, definitely I was going through the rough for for a lot of it. I think the hardest thing for me to realize was that I like I couldn't hang on to a relationship that wasn't going like that wasn't making me a better person or making him a better person. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't saying that we were bad people, but um, you know, we just weren't independent yeah. enough and like we both wanted to grow. You started dating when you were so young too. Yeah, so it was exactly. Definitely, like needed for yeah, you yeah. Know, get your own shit together. And like just at, like constantly reminding myself like I can't go over when I'm bored, you know, spend nights talking to his parents, like I miss his mom. Um, I miss his sister, his yeah. dad, like yeah. you know, just like doing like silly things like watching the office and cuddling at night. Like that was one of my favorite things to do. G- generally now i'm alone watching the office <laughs> um oh like you know just uh, dashing off to calls at like midnight because i want a fucking midnight snack like yeah and i'm not going to do that by myself because that's boring as fuck but like totally. the, those are the tiny things that i think make going through a breakup really hard because it's yeah. like those aren't big things those are just like tiny things that bought pleasure mm-hmm. um but then yeah, independence comes with that too. So I'm gaining so much independence totally. uh, by being my single little self. Woo! And I'm having fun with that. I'm really like loving the person that I'm becoming and I'm loving the person he's becoming too. So yeah, um, yeah. but I know, I like totally understand that this is not a normal breakup. I don't know anyone else who's been yeah. able to do it the way you yeah. do. Like my advice in my notes for how to recover from a breakup, start boxing. Yeah, <laughs> go to. I nearly, I did think that. I know. So there's this thing called um the break room. It's in, I think it's in Collingwood, mm. and you pay like five hundred dollars for the day. My friend and I looked at it at once, and That's they a give fucking me, lot. Yeah, yeah, but like therapy, baby. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so then you get given like old computers and like glass and uh, plates and all this shit, and you just throw it at a wall. And yeah. I'm like that, incredible. Yeah. 
That sounds priceless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) I think like, obviously you and your ex are very amicable and like you still have a really, really good relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. And it didn't end in badly. But a lot of quiet times, it does end badly. Yeah. And in those situations, I would say block them. Yeah. Do not... Like, if you've ended badly and you hate each other, don't post shit to, like, get them jealous. Literally. That's don't so look unhealthy. up their new girl. Don't, mm-hmm. like, follow their, like, cousins, like, yeah. dog's Instagram just to see him at Christmas lunch. Like, get off of it. So like, smart. my ex and I broke up. He actually blocked me on everything. No, <laughs> I blocked him and then I unblocked him because I was like, I'm mature. And then he blocked me and I was like, fuck. <laughs> but it's not mature. It's just, it's how you're going to be able to get through it though. Totally. And like seeing them all the time isn't helpful. Mm-hmm. But he still looks on my LinkedIn. So I don't know what that means. Blocked on everything except LinkedIn. And then he like... You and get, your LinkedIn's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to me. Like, <laughs> I would like, because you get the email every week being yeah. like people from this company and this like job title. Mm have viewed your profile or you're in their search results and I was like I don't know anyone else who works at that company with that job title like he would be the only person yeah. that I would know in that industry yeah. and I was it's like it also doesn't have anything to do with what you're doing no so no yeah exactly we're in totally different industries yeah. and I was like sir if you do this again I'm gonna fucking follow you I'm gonna like request to like make your connection like if you want to play <laughs> ball let's play ball like that. let's go yeah and then yeah he, it was like three weeks in a row I think um, yeah and I was like right I'm done and then I just like requested to like connect mm. with him and he left me on pending <gasps> Interesting. and i was like if you want to look look like what yeah. are we doing yeah. if you want to like yeah anyway so block them on everything but keep them on like, on linkedin yeah I would say. <laughs> <laughs> you better have you on linkedin it doesn't count yeah but another thing i was reading on instagram earlier there's this whole i don't know if it's a theory but just like sort of a point mm-hmm. the idea of closure mm-hmm. right so like when i had broken up with him i was like i need closure i need closure and then I saw this thing on Instagram today and it made me think and it was like people use closure as an excuse to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily want closure from the conversation. Sometimes you just like want to fight, you know, yeah. like sometimes you're not actually going to find closure within someone else. You need to find it within yourself. So I, I think it's interesting, the idea of closure. Did you ever feel like you needed that with your partner? Um, yeah. No, I definitely felt like I did need closure. But then I think I enjoy a lot more having like a friendship with him then I see closure out of it mm-hmm. yeah that's fair yeah that's a good idea but uh, yeah I, another thing that I was really interested in looking up is like the common reasons for breakups other than cheating mm-hmm. obviously cheating is like the number one reason that yeah break up but it's really interesting the other things that um that like cannot be conducive to a good relationship like finance was really high up on the list wow that's yeah. funny yeah I guess I mean it makes sense though like financial 100%. pressure if one person's the breadwinner and another person's like a stay-at-home parent, yeah, that can create conflict. Or if like obviously money's tight, yeah. Um, I think all those things like make a lot of sense. Another thing was like family differences. Like if you were raised really differently, mm-hmm. can um, yeah. I feel like that definitely you, wouldn't you be breaking up earlier from that? I mean, maybe, but like even if it's like you move in together and like let's say you grew up in a family where like the wife always did all the cooking and cleaning and the husband yeah that's did so nothing he was just sort of pandered to if you move into with your partner and that's sort of the expectation they have like that can yeah, create definitely. you know what i mean yeah so it's sort of not necessarily you're having a family mm-hmm. but it can create conflict um too clingy was another one. Oh, i fucking love that one <laughs> yeah i think it just goes back to the love languages that's it's all about love languages totally because i know couples that are super clingy with each other and they can't do anything without each other but mm-hmm. like say if that person was dating anyone else that's when it would become clingy but they're actually perfect for each other because they find joy in just yeah being constantly surrounded by if each two other. codependent people are together like sometimes it does work even though it looks, yeah it can look unhealthy from the outside though i think yeah like it's like you guys are like so intertwined but yeah but like imagine when you're growing old you definitely want someone that you're clinging with because you're gonna be left with just you two you know totally um what's your love language uh physical touch yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love i'm just i'm an affectionate person so i'm an affectionate person with all my friends Mm -hmm. imagine how affectionate i am with my partner like honestly it's 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 a lot <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Stay tuned. To but the next no, time. yeah, it's really good because it's just I just get burst of happiness from it. Yeah, but if you had a partner that wasn't giving you any physical affection, would that be that would be like an it issue? It is a massive deal breaker. Like yeah. honestly, I would break up over them. I was yeah. dating someone. Um, I mean, like I dated someone that 
didn't like like cuddles or didn't like any of that and I instantly just got the ick within like a few days really yeah yeah it's crazy it's like yeah so that was like one of the other things too clingy but also not clingy enough not clingy enough they should add that to the list definitely an ick kind of thing yeah (laughs) I don't know my love language is quality time and acts of service oh really yeah so I'm like cook me dinner and then like let's watch a movie that's so cute you know yeah I don't care for that yeah just give me like eight cuddles within 10 minutes yeah like I was telling Emily the other day like something that I fucking loved was like I requested a hundred (laughs) kisses and so I would need like a hundred kisses to feel satisfied and happy like I just like love affection that much yeah can't really and that 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 would make my whole week like I would still be smiling being like oh my god like I got a hundred kisses but I think it's interesting like we'll we'll probably do a whole episode on the love languages thing but I was reading the book about um the book that the love languages quiz is based on by the same author Mm -hmm. I'm reading a lot at the moment. Yeah, self help. I literally went to like reading. Yeah, literally readings, readings, readings. Oh, the the bookshop book readings. Yeah. Why readings? Readings? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. And I was like browsing around, and then I saw like the section of like personal development. I was like, right, that's where I'm going. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Um, anyway, and it was talking about like yeah, a, n- a massive reason that relationships don't work is people don't understand their other person's love language. Yeah. So like, I was dating somebody whose love language was also physical touch okay yeah and so like if I didn't like I had to like force myself to be more physical because he was like Mm -hmm. didn't accept love from me yeah I mean it's like it's obviously you know that they like you and like they care about you but it's like if you're not receiving love in that way yeah exactly yeah and so then and he would make more of a concerted effort to like be in line with what Mm -hmm. I would need kind of thing my so on the quiz my gifts is zero like I don't care I didn't do the quiz maybe when we do a love language episode I'll do it Mm, that's a good idea and we can like yeah. talk about the percentages but yeah I have zero on gifts that's so funny I know I'm like buy me like a juice but like I don't care like I don't care if someone buys me like something expensive yeah you know I mean I buy you donuts but that's enough yeah that's like makes my week I but know. it's like it's like you'll cry over it and then I'll be like fuck yeah I did the right thing <laughs> <laughs> but that's more of like the act of service and like the quality time that's you being like oh, I'm gonna show okay. you yeah like care yeah you know what I mean like I know that this will make you happy yeah Yeah. you're right but like I do love donuts you do you know ah those M&M cookies from Coles holy crap holy fucking unreal and they just kind of taste like cookie dough yeah yeah they're slightly undercooked so good little bit of salmonella (laughs) salmonella salmonella love it um what was the other thing on the list let me bad sex shame oh fuck Actually, I know a couple that hap- that that happened. Like, really? Yeah, I know someone, and she has like an extremely high sex drive. And she was dating this guy that um did not like would just like finish within like a minute. So and, yeah, and like honestly, she did so well for staying with him for so long as really? it is because that's I mean that's something that's high on her list, and that's something that she needed. Like she's you know she just needs to be fulfilled constantly. But filled, yeah, <laughs> filled, and but like <laughs> you know, and she can't get much out of it. So that totally. that is well, now they're not together, so that does make a lot of sense. Shout out to his next girlfriend, bitch. You've got yeah. this. <laughs> but yeah, like obviously, yeah, differences in sex yeah. drive is a huge mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching this video and it was like um, asking married. I can't remember. It's like uncut or cut cut videos. I don't know. I'll we'll I'll find the link when we post it and I'll post it with this. But yeah. it was talking. It was like interviewing different couples about. Um, their relationship it was like a couple who'd been married for like one year, a couple who'd been married for like five years, a couple who'd been married for like 20 years. Yeah. And they were asking the same questions. It was like really funny to see how their answers differ. And one of them was like, oh, how often do you guys sleep together? And the married couple was like, who'd been married for like one year, they're like, I don't know, like four times a week. And then the couple who'd been married for like 30 years, they were like, I don't have time like, oh like once a month and I was oh my like, god yeah because it's I feel like i don't know maybe as you get older it's like less of a yeah I feel like once you have kids and stuff too yeah i get that that sounds stressful yeah i'll find the link and i'll mm. post it up there what was the other one laziness i feel like you need to be equally motivated with your partner yeah you know if you're like a really driven person you want somebody who's going to match you mm-hmm. it might not like manifest in the same way like it may be yeah you know different industries different like if you know if you're really driven to travel yeah and your partner's not really driven to travel that's not gonna work if one of you's really 100%. driven in career the other one doesn't care yeah that might not always work yeah you know what definitely. I mean so you need to have to, I think it comes down to like similar values 
Well, exactly. And you do want to be dating someone that has the same values as you because you're meant to be traveling the world with them and like sharing experiences with them, raising kids with them. And if you have different getting dogs with them. Yeah. If you have different (laughs) values that don't align with each other, then how's any of that going to work out? It's probably not. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Jealousy. Oh, jealousy is actually such a good one. Um, When I yeah first started dating my um, recent ex... This is, so when we talk about the reason next, I can't remember if we mentioned this in the last podcast. It was like a four-year relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was like a long, a long, long home. Long one. Mm. Um, a long and fun one. And Shout out. <laughs> Spaceman. Spaceman. Love you, bro. Um, but yeah, no, when we first started dating, I think I had, um, I had a friendship group that if you weren't jealous about anything, it meant you didn't care, which oh, is wow. so unhealthy. That is unhealthy. Um, and you know how easily influenced I am. So I will immediately... Jules is like a massive empath. Like if somebody gives out an an energy, she'll just absorb that and like take it further. It's like crazy. Like if I'm in a bad mood, she absorbs that and she's in like a 20 times worse. (laughs) Like she's just like, she's such an empath. So you gotta be careful. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you've got to have people around you that know you best and know how to like... Bring you back down. And take care of you. Totally. um, And understand you because it's like obviously not your fault like who you are, but you you need to have the right amount of people around you to make sure that... um, that they're making you a better person as well but yeah so when I first started dating this guy um all my friends yeah they all were like you know jealous of each other or jealous of like relationships or like just jealousy with guys like it was kind of like a type of drama that really really yeah like made the group this was like you were like 18 at this time yeah yeah Yeah, so you were still Um, pretty young and I just yeah I just know that they would always like for entertainment they would always just have like jealousy fights with like guys that they were seeing or anything like it'd just be a source of really? entertainment for the girls that's crazy um and so, that's so unhealthy and it's so unhealthy it's so toxic oh my gosh um and yeah so then when i first started dating spaceman i um <laughs> i love it yeah <laughs> i like the nickname too um yeah when i first started dating spaceman i was just jealous of like you know his past relationships or mm-hmm. um when he went to work and he was working with a bunch of girls or like if you would speak to some girls and everything and he and he did he did everything completely normal like he never went over the top or anything like that no he was respectful yeah and when yeah. it was but if when it came came when it came to me i'm the type of person who's extremely affectionate right and so i'm so affectionate with all my guy friends i'm affectionate with all my girlfriends um cuddling holding hands like and he was completely secure in our relationship and with himself he never once got jealous really and i got upset at the fact that he didn't get jealous oh you were like you don't care you don't care yeah what happens if i'm gonna hook up with them he's like i have trust that you're not gonna hook up with them i'm like doesn't annoy you that like i cuddle with them hold hands with them right in front of you he's like no, they're your best friends. Yeah. Like, if it was a girl, would I feel any type of way? No. It's like, are you attracted to these guys? And I said, no. And he's like, so why would I ever feel threatened by that? Damn. And he was like, you don't have to feel jealous. That's not a healthy thing. And he actually rewired my brain. Yeah. We we brought the best out of each other. And that, that was one of the most important things that I learned from him early mm-hmm. on into our relationship. Sure. Um, that jealousy is not a healthy thing to have. I know, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like, Every relationship is different, but redefining what is healthy is, like, really difficult, yeah. I think. Like, I, yeah, with my um, partner that cheated but didn't cheat, didn't Did break cheat. up. My current boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, like, that was just, like, toxic. Like, we were just, that was just awful. Like, mm. I was jealous all the time. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but he would be jealous. And my first boyfriend who I dated in high school, like he was a really great guy, but he had certain like reservations about certain guy friends who, you know, nothing had ever happened with. And it's just, I think it's partly an immaturity thing, to be honest. Yeah. But in my most re- recent um, person I was dating, I had no jealousy because I was really secure. Like he made me feel like I didn't have to actually stress about whether he was going to, like if he went out, I was never like, did you kiss anyone? Did you do this? Yeah. Like once we agreed to be exclusive and like not get with other people, he was like, yeah. And like, sometimes I would like forget, not forget, but I would almost be like snap back into the feeling of being like, hang on. Like I'd be like, wait, did you hook up with someone? He'd be like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, like, yeah. why are you asking me? And I like, so yeah, same thing. I had to like rewire my brain mm-hmm. into being like, you actually don't need to be 
surprised about Literally. this. That's know. why I think it's really important to assess your surroundings and see who, totally. what type of friends you've got around you and do they influence you well because you don't want to be surrounded by people, example, like that partner mm. that didn't um, add anything to your life, made you more crazy, more paranoid. Yeah, no, not it's not what you're after yeah and if your partner's yeah if your partner's not making you feel secure like you're in the wrong relationship 100 percent, you should always feel secure boom in, in friendships relationships yeah, yeah. even like um you know just with your family members you always mm. want to feel that you trust them they have your back um and they sure. they don't have any intent in hurting you for sure i think like as you get older we say at the ripe old age of like 23 yeah but like, I feel like <laughs> as you get older your circle becomes smaller oh i love it I, I know I, I love it. it too but I'm like when I was in like in high school I was like I want all these friends and then I left and I was like wow half of you are boring as shit like yeah. I literally can't stand half of you yeah. the other half of you all you care about is like your status yeah like even like some girls I went to school with I look at their Instagram and it's like polished like they think they're like the hottest shit in the yeah. town and I'm like you guys are so boring I'm like you, you do they're like that's the only thing that motivates them is just to have like a great status pick. yeah like do something get a career like work your ass up have a healthy mm-hmm. relationship don't like I don't know buy your friends donuts buy do your friends donuts <laughs> and undercooked M&M cookies yeah <laughs> and if you're not doing that you're not in a real friendship literally amen oh this one's good okay cleanliness oh so yeah, this guy was most recently dating. But I hate he would always leave the toilet seat up. Yeah. Like, first of all, why lift it up? You're going to piss over the floor anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. You know? Not necessarily. A hundred percent. Yeah. Males in general. Yeah. Um, And it was like the one thing he did that annoyed me. I'd be like, bro, like, I don't understand, like, what's so hard. And mm-hmm. then I remember once I was asleep and he got home from, um, he'd been at a party and I was like tiny I was like stirring away kind of and then I was like look like when I was asleep my bed like faced into my bathroom yeah and he like opened the bathroom door and like turned the light off and I was it was like 4am and yeah. he was hammered and then he went back in and like put the toilet seat down when I was asleep oh! and I was like yes he's got it trained him well I know, and I was like okay that's all we need <laughs> now we're soulmates let's get married <laughs> I love that yeah do you have any pet peeves boyfriend pet peeves Oh, God. Boyfriend pet peeve. Like, what's something that would be, like, just a deal breaker for you? Like, putting the toilet seat down might be my deal breaker. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Like, I understand everyone wants to save money, but if yeah. you don't want This is actually to... one on the list. Yeah, one of my pet peeves is I understand if you want to save money, but if we're just staying home every day, doing nothing, and you don't want to go out for dinner or anything because you're like, we can just make food from home, mm-hmm. we're not doing anything exciting or fun yeah. or different, mm-hmm. that's that upsets me. No, I agree. And I don't that. think we're like, we've got to go and spend $110 at a restaurant or something. No. Let's go out, have like a $20 meal, walk around town, let's grab a beer. Like, totally. why can I do that with my friends and not with someone I'm dating I agree that's actually a really really good one like and I didn't realize and like I, I'm the type of person where I've saved money I I save money because I want to go traveling and stuff mm-hmm. so like I do reel it in mm-hmm. but um if I'm going out with friends and like buying shit with my friends why can't I do it with someone that I'm dating and totally. a lot of people I have noticed recently like dating like a few different people they all have the same mentality mm. and it's like none of my friends my guy and girlfriends have ever like like they freely spend money and when we go out and stuff but it's yeah. like why am I now attracting all these type of people that um are a little bit hard asses when it comes to that yeah I agree like I think it's important like I think being frugal is a good point like you don't want to be so like flippant with your money yeah that, like you don't no like you're, you're earning money for like the drinking money for the next week like that's not a, that's not like my vibe personally yeah. But I think, yeah, you need to definitely have a balance. Like, if yeah. you're sitting at home doing shit or, like, go spend $25 on a shit ton of dumplings. And, yeah, like, literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have that to stuff, be expensive. That's, like, cute stuff and yeah. it's fun. No, I agree. I agree. And also, one thing that annoyed me about, like, um, people I've dated in the past, they'll be like, no, I don't want to spend money on food. I don't want to spend money on food. And then all of a sudden, they've, like bought something like really expensive and like ridiculous and I'm like yeah like what are we talking about here? yeah like you don't want to go buy a coffee yeah but like you will buy like $500 boots yeah like what are we doing literally you know it's frustrating and I never used to be like that like I used to just like totally understand um you know 
I love spending quality time and everything, but you get bored of quality time because you want to like... You want to do something exciting. You want to do something fun. Yeah, you want to change it up. You don't want to be a grandma when you're 20, 21, 22, you know? No, you like, don't. You want to be able to be out and about before you have to settle down, have a full-time job, you know? Totally. Take care of the dog. Um, take care of the dog. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Actually, another something. thing you just reminded me, this is not like a pet peeve. This is something you like made me value in my last mm-hmm. partner is... Um, so the, yeah the last guy I did he was like very we had a very similar sense of um like shitting on ourselves basically yeah i would say mm-hmm. like if i if we, something funny happened like mm-hmm. we would just literally straight away tell you if something like awkward happened like i would always naturally tell you and then yeah. he was like oh let's tell jules that this happened oh, i love that yeah and then, then you pointed out to me you're like oh not all guys are like that like no. some guys are really really yeah. private mm-hmm. and i now realize that's something i really value like he was just like he Obviously, you don't tell everyone all your shit. No, you know, that's I think, yeah. But like... I used to be like you like that. I used to be the type of person that told all of my... Well, I am still am. I'm still an open book and I tell everyone that. Mm. But then dating like guys that were very, very private. Yeah. That would took some adjustment. And yeah, it caused hard. a lot of fights because I didn't value keeping everything hush hush i'm like i want to tell my best friends all the funny stories yeah i want to tell them all the dark ones like i i want them to be involved with my life because i'm involved with theirs mm. and that was something that i had to adapt with if i wanted to stay with that person yeah so i do really value that you and your recent person mm. like have that relationship yeah because it's definitely we wouldn't something go around that telling like, everyone everything no, you know no, no, no. it wasn't yeah. like but it was just like with certain people who we both trusted mm-hmm. it was like we were we were just like both openly vulnerable yeah about like funny things i love it yeah and it's and it adds to your character like it's compliments it made it. us like it made me value you yeah, yeah. I, I it wasn't something i realized i valued until you pointed out and you were like oh i really love that he's like this yeah and like allows you to be like that and i was yeah. like shit yeah i didn't realize like mm. I know, because I, yeah, look, it was just like a really good quality of his. Yeah. Didn't even think about it, really. Um, I need a pee. Okay. All right. The last thing I wanted to touch on with you is, is cheating black or white? Is there situations where it's not okay to cheat on your partner? Obviously, we understand that. Mm -hmm. You know, you shouldn't, if you're in a monogamous relationship, you shouldn't be sleeping with anyone else. But is there situations where maybe it's slightly more understandable? We can appreciate where... If family's involved, kids are involved. Yeah. There are certain things. If you're in a loveless marriage, you Mm -hmm. don't love your partner, your partner treats you like shit, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not getting provided in any way, Mm -hmm. you know, you're somehow trapped in there Mm -hmm. and on a drunken night out, you kiss someone else. Yeah. Do we understand that? Like, do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. think it's okay, but I think it's an interesting topic about whether there, we have some grace for situations where people are in really, really bad situations. Yeah, no, 100%. I understand that. I get that. And I have sympathy for that too, because I think when in situations where that does happen is that they're probably scared to end a relationship and mm-hmm. this is how they're, they're going about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually knew a guy like this. He never knew how to break up with his girlfriend, so he just cheated on them. Yeah. It's probably not ideal. It's not ideal. because It definitely adds more hurt. 100%. And it adds more trauma. Yeah. But um, I definitely understand that. And then I also understand if there's like cheating involved with um, marriages, if there's kids involved and then they've gone back to it. Yeah. Like uh, everyone's story is completely different. Totally. Everyone, Dating is yeah. so complex. Yeah. And you can't just be having like one straight black and white opinion. They cheat, break up because there's a lot of other factors to put into place. Totally. And yeah, I don't think it's necessarily always breakup worthy no um <laughs> all right you oh yeah me my friend mm-hmm. juliette yeah wanted to start a new segment on should we date yeah this one's called jules thoughts creative yeah. <laughs> i'm nervous to this one actually no don't be nervous Tell it's fun so yeah we might just like flower this in with a few episodes here and there Cute. um because i do have a lot of thoughts and i want to bring them up and like just I want people to understand that maybe yeah. you've had this thought before and why maybe. the fuck is it going on? Love it. Um, yeah, so this is one of my thoughts. Uh, every household loses scissors. I feel oh. like I go to so many houses and I always need scissors. And they're like, oh, I had it here, but now I don't have it. I don't know where it's gone. Where's the fucking scissors? I... <sighs> Do you have scissors? Where's your scissors? It's, I've, we have two pairs of scissors in our knife block. Okay, but it's because you are you. I am quite anal about these things. Yeah. I do understand what you're saying, though. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that just go missing. Yeah. It's like It's socks. always scissors, though. Is it? Yes. Because, yeah, all over my house is always scissors. Um, and then in 
like other people's houses that I've been at. Really? That's always scissors. That's so and that's weird. why I was like, why does everyone lose a why scissors? Why is this? And someone actually said that to me and I was like, oh my God, you're so you're right. So if I right. think about it, scissors are always fucking gone. I don't even know how to react because I've got my, I'm looking right at my yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to tell like, you. I can't relate to this. I can't relate. What about when you lived at home? Yeah. See, oh, I've, okay. Not scissors, but nail scissors. Oh, okay. Like clippers, yeah, like yeah, nail yeah. clippers. So like I am one of four. I'm the oldest of four kids and my parents as well. So there's yeah. six of us in one house and we just had like a communal set of nail clippers. Is that gross actually? I don't know. I don't want to answer that and say no because then they know that. That's what you do as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would bite my nails, so I know you like to, but I don't know. There was just like a container in the pan, like in the medicine cabinet, yeah. you know? Anyway, and I just have so many images of like, I'm sitting there eating my toast, like just going about my day. And my dad's like looking for them. My brother's going for them. Everyone's like, where the fuck is the nail? <laughs> and everyone's like, it's in her room. It was just like literally the most immature thing ever. I don't know why that is though. Maybe it is a thing. Maybe, so maybe it in my is. family, it wasn't kitchen scissors. It was like, just, yeah. Interesting. And I feel like we have two scissors. I'm just like, so why? Why are we losing And them? where are they going? Why do you have two scissors? Uh... Because there's two of us. So you have to have a scissor each? <laughs> what? That is so weird. I don't know why we have two. Um, one of them's sharper than the other. I don't know. We just have two. Fuck off. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> there, there, there. Yeah, there are just certain things that go missing. Like, I'm trying to think. I always lose my keys. Okay. You know. They're Typical just, everyone fucking yeah, loses their keys. Yeah. I don't know. I have, I have no other thoughts. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's all good. Well, thanks for coming to that segment. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> they all, it's, so it's all going to be different stuff. So it's okay. not going to be just like this Well, I'm going to try and think of some random shit too. Yeah, cool. Love it. Yeah. But, one thing I thought yeah. about is why the, every time the Olympics are on, every four years, this year, time, mm-hmm. this time was five years, why do I become an expert on gymnastics? Why, why am I suddenly the new Simone Biles? I don't understand. Wait, how are you the expert in gymnastics? What do you say? I watch it. I'm like, that bitch did not point her toes. And like, can you? Can you point your toes? Could I? Yeah. Well, I don't know. So it's just like you. But I know how it. to. <laughs> I could be the best gymnastics coach when she like doesn't stick the landing. I'm like, oh, how hard would it be, bitch? Bend your knees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when the Australian Open's on and like Nick Kyrgios is like, I don't fucks it up get playing Federer, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, no, I don't on. get into tennis. I don't get into sports. I get into the swimming Olympics and the racing Olympics. What's racing? Like running? Yeah. Oh, like the athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The athletes. The athletics. Um, athletics ones. The athletes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, no. The swimmers have really beautiful shoulders. Yeah. Did you watch that video of that Aussie coach? Oh, I love it. That was hilarious. My favorite thing was um, when he was like thrusting the um. Fair enough. Fence. Fair yeah, enough. You fucking got a gold. Thrust away. Thrust away, son. <laughs> I love it. I saw like, see, there was like one of the girls, like one of the girls from Japan. Yeah. Japanese girls. I don't know why I said that in a weird way. She, who was like working at the Olympics. Yeah. She was like kind of standing behind him whilst he was like doing yeah, stuff. Like I saw she that. was like working there. Yeah. And then like a reporter went up to her and was like, how do you feel like you're in the most famous video? And she was like, like what like she was so nervous and like so confused because like i don't know if she knew or like i don't know but everyone was just like this guy's a fucking champion there's this like little like timid girl in the background just like doing her work and he's like fucking throwing his balls (laughs) into the glass she's like folding the towels yeah it was amazing i love it olympics 2021 baby also Mm. while we're here this is my thought why the fuck does all the promo say tokyo 2020 because it's in tokyo okay what year are we in like, was the advertising that expensive? We couldn't, like, re- like fix Wait, it? Wait, so was the Olympics meant to be last year? And then but they, they had to reschedule. Because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So it's this year now. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Change the fucking number. I was looking at that, and I think it did trip me up. I thought we were in 2024. <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, what, so right. what's going on with that? You know, they could have at least bought a sticker this and is slapped a, it on. Literally, sharpie it out. Yeah. Have some respect. Oh my God. You're anyway. So right. Maybe because it's meant to be Tokyo 2020. Like, I get Olympics, it. I get but it's, but not. it's not. It's, it's not. August. Yeah. 2021. 
2021. <laughs> like three quarters through 2021. Yeah. You shitheads. Also, this is like a multi-million dollar. I don't know, like millions and millions no, of dollars. No, I saw um, I saw a little thing online saying now it's just not feasible for countries to be hosting the Olympics anymore because now we're just losing money. It's not the same like how it used to be 10 years ago because you would make so much money off it. Now you're just putting so much more money into it than they're getting out. I was actually watching this whole documentary. This is just like a little side note at the end of the potty. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but it was showing um, Rio 20... Yeah. I don't know what year it was. 2016. Okay. I think it was 20... Could be 2016, four years from 2020. Yeah, yeah. No, I know the year. I'm thinking of what year oh. it was. Rio. I think it was 2016, Rio, 2012, London. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was right. Anyway. And they were saying that there's all these like purpose-built facilities. Like, so they build these massive stadiums, these massive... Um, leisure centers like all the stuff and then it no one uses it because there's no need for it so that's, like that's probably what they're referring yeah, to yeah so then there's like all these like massive stadiums are just like useless mm-hmm. like i was reading like the mcg is like the most used because the mcg was used for the melbourne olympics oh okay 19 whatever it was yeah i actually don't know anyway so people still use it apparently yeah but, like you know it's like that's still useful but then there's all these big stadiums that like beijing is the same way i think really yeah so then people that's what, People are saying, like, it's just, like, environmental wasteland, basically. 100%. Because you spend all this money and then... Yeah. There was... The pool that they used for the Olympics in Australia, they moved the pool. It's, like, at the MSAC, I think. Oh, really? Actually, that's... I don't know if that's true. But there was, like, the Olympic pool... Yeah. ...was, like, is now in Melbourne somewhere being used. So, like, they repurpose elements of it. But they... Yeah, I don't know. It's still... There we go. Tokyo's using the cardboard beds, though. Have you seen that? No. All the beds for the athletes in the Athletes Village are all made out of cardboard. How? Like the bed frames. I don't know. I'll show you. But they're like really like strong. That sounds hectic. Yeah, and very really environmentally cool. good. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo is great. Like that. Can't wait to go to Tokyo. Can't wait. Twenty twenty five. The next Olympics are in twenty twenty four. Mm hmm. I know. And then Brisbane's after that, isn't it? Um, it's Paris twenty twenty four. Yeah. L A twenty twenty eight. And then Brisbane. So we've okay. got some good upcomings. We've got like ten years, don't we? Pretty um, twenty thirty two. So yeah. Mm hmm. I'm really keen. I really want to go to Paris though. Yeah, well, I just want we, to We, we, croissant, motherfucker. Huh? Yeah. Juliette needs to be a pal. Oh, yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. We've been shit talking for long enough. Yeah. But love yas. Love yas. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the flip side. On the flip <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Did I, I stop it? I didn't stop it. It's still going. I, I didn't try to stop. Stop.